0: This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Thrilled today to get to visit with Kathleen Sillard. Kathleen's the CEO of Stanford Health. She's going to tell us about Stanford Health, about where she's most focused, big priorities, and advice for leaders. Kathleen, can you take a moment to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about Stanford Health?
1: Sure. Um, as you said, my name is Kathleen Salard. I'm the president and CEO here at Stanford Health. I started my career out as a nurse, actually, uh, in the neonatal ICU at Albert Einstein Hospital and then had... Progressive levels of uh, increasing experience, and at a lot of different places like Montefiore and St. Joseph's in New Jersey, and then I landed in this great organization uh, called Stanford Health. And so, just a little bit about us: um, we're it's a really interesting organization. Um, we uh, care for uh, we're a lo- a lo- we're located in Lower Fairfield County. Uh, we care for a very diverse community from uh, very wealthy people to inner city poor. Uh, We are a $800 million corporation that includes an acute care hospital, a 305-bed acute care hospital, a large ambulatory network um, throughout uh, southern Fairfield County, and 880 physicians on our medical staff, of which about uh, 400 are employed either through the medical group or the hospital, and then the rest are independent in the community. We're also the fifth largest healthcare system in the state of Connecticut, and uh, we are the largest employer um, in Stanford, So we are—we sit in a very interesting uh, uh, position in our community.
0: And, and and talk for a moment about about where you're most focused this year as we head into 2022. We're at the middle of November, 2021. What are you most excited and focused on? What are the big priorities as you move into the next year?
1: Terrific. So our vision is to uh, be the most trusted healthcare partner for the communities that we serve. And we just finished a three-year strategic plan and we're launching into a new strategic plan for 2022 to 24. So it's kind of a terrific time because we're turning the page on um, the, the past three years of history, which was a tumultuous time for us, just like other healthcare organizations, because we were a COVID safety net hospital and Hotspot. And now we, even though we continue to care for COVID patients and we continue to serve our community um, with vaccination and addressing some of the healthcare disparities that we saw, we're now really doubling down our efforts again around our strategy for the future. So our strategy is actually built around what we call the four Ps um, partnership strategies, patients as consumers, program growth and development, and physicians and other caregivers. So in terms of partnerships, even though we are independent, um, which is kind of being a little bit of a unicorn today, um, we have some very important strategic partnerships. One of them is with Hospital for Special Surgery for Orthopedics. So over 2,600 orthopedic procedures are performed here in collaboration with HSS, which is, as you know, uh, number one in orthopedics in the nation and continues to grow. Uh, We have a very expanded uh, partnership with Dana-Farber, Brigham uh, Cancer Center, which is the number four cancer program in the United States, Um, and they have helped us to continue to expand and improve the Bennett Cancer Center, which is one of our flagship programs. And we have a newly expanded relationship with Columbia University for Cardiac Surgery in that we have four cardiac surgeons from Columbia have joined our already existing terrific cardiac surgeons to expand our capabilities in heart and vascular. So those are our partnership strategies. In terms of programs, we continue to uh, be the most tertiary provider in our community. And so we focus on expanding heart and vascular Uh, We've received lots of external validation about the quality of our program and has been recognized by U.S. News and World Report and the American Heart Association for our programs. Um, We're advancing programs in neurosciences, um, and we are uh, a full-service stroke program. Uh, We care for patients with movement disorders, dementia, and we've been expanding neurosciences significantly because of the increased uh, demands in our community. Women's services really important. We uh, we have 2,300 uh, babies born here a year. High risk neonatal service. Uh, we have a, a breast imaging and a comprehensive breast center that has been uh, recognized externally for its uh, extraordinary quality. Um, Children's services, we have the only um, pediatric uh, inpatient, uh, full-service inpatient area and a pediatric emergency department that we built uh, when we opened our brand-new hospital a couple of years ago. And then, of course, as I mentioned, in cancer and orthopedics, uh, we're continuing to advance our programs Uh, In terms of our relationship with our physicians, um, as part of our new strategic plan, we're looking for ways to really align even more meaningfully with independent physicians in our community because we realize that they have lots of choices around where they uh, bring their patients and we want to be the provider of choice because of quality, service, and the way in which they are treated as well as their patients. And then lastly, but certainly a huge focus in our new strategic plan is around engagement with the consumer. So recognizing that uh, consumers also have lots of choices and before they're a patient, they are a consumer. We have a, a, a a ton of uh, activities and initiatives that we plan to engage in in our new strategic plan around aligning our goals with the consumer and making it really easy uh, to get care at Stanford Health.
0: And, 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 And talk for a moment about this. You've done this remarkable job of developing strategic partnerships as an independent hospital or health system. To try and play above your weight. I mean, it's really a magnificent thing to partner with HHS, HSS to partner with Dana Farber, uh, Columbia. How important is that as the part of strategy to be able to play above the weight of a single hospital system or a small hospital system?
1: Well, I do believe it has really lifted the uh, reputation of the commu- of the uh, or our organization in this community um, to have these brand name. Uh, organizations seek us out. But I think it's really important that they actually sought to work with us because we share their dedication um, and reputation for clinical excellence and great patient outcomes. So, uh, and, and we sit in a good market. So those organizations are very interested in aligning with us and our market and our patient base. But I think that it is the strength that comes from the union of these great programs with ours. Is that we brought this world class care to our community, and for um people in Fairfield County not to have to travel to New York City or Boston for care, um I think especially in post covid times um is a real advantage. We're bringing that care to them in the community that they live and work in. Thank you. So many
0: nurses have become magnificent CEOs of health systems today. And this is something that's been a long time in the making, but you you now have more and more of the great leaders that had nurses as backgrounds, nursing as their backgrounds. What advice do you have on people becoming great leaders? What advice for leaders? How important is that, that sort of empathetic perspective with brilliance to leadership? Talk a bit about what advice you'd give to leaders.
1: Absolutely. You know, when I first uh, was fortunate enough to be privileged to uh, assume the role of president and CEO here at Stanford Health, I think one of the things that came back to me from physicians and and nurses and other caregivers is that I, I know their language. I know what's important in terms of patient care. And I think, and I see their issues through the lens of a clinician. And I have, as you mentioned, empathy for the patient. And so I think um, if I, you know, now that I'm um, in a part of my career where I can reflect back on what success was, and I give this advice to all new young leaders is first of all, be present. Be present in your organization, be out, walk around, talk to people, understand what's going on. I've also, my second piece of advice is to focus on growth, quality, and probably even more importantly, because it's the enabler of everything is the culture. Because when you have an engaged workforce and engaged physicians, everything else is possible. My third piece of advice is around engaging with the community. And um, I spend a lot of time out in the community listening to business leaders, to community agencies, to the local individuals in my community to understand what's important to them and to make sure that I am the face of the hospital and that I can communicate to them how much I care about providing them with the highest caliber of health care for, the, for their community. And then I would say that um, lastly, keep the strategy simple. Don't make it too complex. And then last which is probably critical, is execute, execute, execute. Always stay ahead of making sure that you're delivering on your promise. And those are the things I tell all young leaders today um, as they're moving forward in their career. This is what's important to stay focused on.
0: Thank you very much. Kathleen, what a pleasure to visit with you. Anything else you want to leave with the audience or your team as we go into 2022? Anything else you want to share with us?
1: I think, you know, the only, uh, first of all, it was a delight to have the opportunity to talk to you. And again, thank you for inviting me. I think stay safe out there and let's give our very best to our patients and the communities that we serve.
0: Thank you very much. Kathleen, what a remarkable leadership career. Congratulations on what you're doing with Stanford Health. Just magnificent. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you. Have a great day.